The following is a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of 1500 ESPN. The following is a presentation of Financial Crisis Recovery. Foreclosure, short sales, bankruptcy, credit card debt, job loss, depreciating home values, money management. Peace of mind when it comes to your finances seems completely out of reach under current conditions, but there is a way to achieve it. For the next 60 minutes, you're going to find out how to cover your assets. Cover your assets. Now, here's nationally renowned speaker and expert on getting you on the path to financial strength, Todd Rooker. That's right. Todd Rooker, out here. Hey, how's everybody doing out there? I am taking over as pilot of this plane. Jason and Mike are out of here. And it's me now. It's all about me. <laughs> all right. So today we are going to talk about a really interesting subject. I think uh, if you have any interest in real estate investing, maybe you don't want to own investment property. Maybe you want to get the same kind of returns but you don't want to own property and you don't want to, as everybody says, fix toilets and have to deal with tenants and all that stuff. Well, I got an answer for you. Maybe you might be interested in lending hard money. Maybe you might be interested in becoming an equity lender. Uh, that is what we're going to be talking about today. And um, <clears throat> with that, I do want to bring up the fact as a veteran that it is tomorrow Veterans Day. I believe we're going to be actually celebrating it or recognizing it on Monday. But in fact, tomorrow is Veterans Day. And uh, in this great country that we live and all the opportunities that afford themselves. And, you know, again, I'll say uh, real estate ownership is that the ownership of private property is one of the most valid and valuable tools that we have in terms of creating wealth and succeeding financially and not necessarily respective of the job, profession, career path and income that you earn. You can do this again, not respective of those things, which is if, if you understand how it works, if you understand how, how financing works, you can take advantage of, of a tool that we talk about regularly, both Mike Overson and Jason talk about on their show, I talk about on my show, because it really is a tremendous tool. And because of uh, the reasons that I talked about, I, I kind of broke into Jason's show earlier when a gentleman was talking about paying off an investment property to to use that money, uh, well, actually, to use that money to pay down the mortgage, I suspect, um, or, or to have more capacity to qualify uh, for his own home that he lives in, and all of that. And, you know, the thing about real estate is it has this wonderful leverage associated with it where you've got a large asset that you can take advantage of. And with low cost financing, you're not paying for the whole asset as an investor. That's investment real estate. Now, that does not apply to your own single family home. But these the the opportunity is available to everyone. And it's such an incredible tool to create uh, financial stability and wealth in your life. And it's sad that, that more people don't know about it. <clears throat> but so, so, you know, when I think about Veterans Day, I think about the fact that, that we have uh, the opportunity to do this, that we have access to it. And, you know, all the things that, that, that you, when you, when you get into the military, you sign up and not everybody who, you know, who gets into the military gets in 
uh, because they want to save the American dream. Some people do. Some people just don't know what else to do with their lives, or some people are trying to get a hold of you know some some uh, some money for college, <clears throat> and all of that's okay. But you know, at the end of the day, you're protecting our country, and that that represents some of the things, the opportunities that are available to us. And so I I remember when my uh, son was in high school and he said he had a uh the, my two boys had both of them had uh you know little taglines in their bedrooms that are, were across their the wall behind their bed and my <clears throat> oldest eldest son had uh to give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift and i think that's when i think about this opportunity and i think of all the people who could take advantage of it and don't uh, that that statement comes to mind because it is available to everyone who wants to take advantage of it. Now, it's not going to be for everybody. I'm, I'm aware of that. And for the vast majority of people, the extent to their investing will be paper assets, 401k assets, which would be stocks, bonds, mutual funds, index funds, and the like. And that's okay. <clears throat> but that is more a situation where you get to do something holding hands with everybody else because it's comfortable and everybody does it and you're not fearful of it. And for a lot of people who don't understand real estate and will never take the time to learn about it, real estate and many other types of investments represent enormous risk in their minds. Whether or not that's actualized in in facts remains to be seen. But for most people, if I don't understand something, then I perceive it as, as being risky. And I, I get that. But there is an opportunity to essentially make money on the financing of real estate and make more money than you might otherwise earn uh, anywhere else and maybe more predictably, maybe. Um, so the first thing I want you to be aware of, and if you're sitting at home and uh, or in your office listening on Saturday, I want you to, to write these these terms down when you when you hear hard money. Hard money. What does hard money represent? Well, typically we're talking about money that is going to be, that is going to be loaned to someone. Uh, and more often than not, we're talking about hard equity, uh, assets. And that's why you'll also hear it called equity lending. Um, now you can also hear the, the term hard money and indicatively, meaning it, it, it goes hand in hand. You are also going to immediately be assuming that we're talking about higher interest rates or higher, uh, higher, uh, uh, debt service you'll be paying on that money. So if you're lending the money, you're going to be lending money and you're going to be charging more than what is out there. Um, and, and let's say the bank financing is at 5%. So you're going to be borrowing money at least at seven or 8% and more likely, uh, 10 to 20%. And I know some of you are sitting out there and saying, who in God's name would ever borrow that kind of money, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands and pay 10 and 20% on that money. Well, <clears throat> let, let me tell you, there's a lot of reasons to do it. And some of them make very good sense. And then, of course, you've got other people who want to borrow that money, but don't give any thought to how in the world they're going to pay it back. And so those are those are the issues. So we're really talking about, you know, first, what reasons would someone have wanting to borrow money in this way at this in this higher interest environment? Well, it presupposes, doesn't it, that that person is not capable of qualifying for low cost bank financing. 
And, you know, we can, as you relate to those numbers, 10 to 20%, which is more typical. And I'm aware that, that some, some investors in the past, when interest rates were at, you know, 3.5%, were lending at 7%. Now, as rates get up to five and six percent, you're going to find that ten percent uh, equity lending, hard money lending, is going to become the norm, and then of course that rate will go up based on the risk or the challenges within every individual deal. <clears throat> now, I, I, I say all this as I'm talking about this to you. I want you to know that we do this. That means I help people do this, and so I not only have clients who come to me who want me to help them find that financing. I also have many investors who say, Todd, you find them, you help me vet these people, and I have the money to lend. So at any given time, you know, we could probably come up with two to five million dollars to lend uh, inside of, you know, maybe 60 days. So, and, and that's a double-edged sword, I'll tell you, as I've, I, I know I've said this before on, on the air, when I tell you that I'll negotiate on behalf of my investors or my clients, because they, they put so much faith in me that they'll say, hey, you, you, you just do it, you know, and so I'll make offers or I'll make, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll negotiate on their behalf to the tune of tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'll just say, you know, we'll do it. And, and I'm representing a client who, who says, okay. So that's, that's a big deal. You know, imagine that, that I, I said yes to a deal that was more or less, uh, at, of 10000 or $20,000. Would you want me to call you first before I said yes on your behalf? Or would you be willing to just say whatever you think and let me do that on your behalf? To do that would take enormous faith, wouldn't it? I mean, you would really have to believe in, in my ability to, to, uh, vet the deal and to negotiate on your behalf. You'd have, there'd have to be a lot of trust there, wouldn't there? Well, I, I'll tell you, I have many investors who put that, uh, trust in me. Now I say it's a double-edged sword for this reason. Better make it work. Better not fall apart. I better not lose any money, Todd. You know, I trust you, but hey. <laughs> so if you want to be one of those folks, uh, I'm here to tell you that I know how it works and we do it ongoingly. So back to the question, what reasons would someone have for wanting to borrow money in this way? Well, the first thing you should know is that when it comes to uh, the, the, the trade of building or developing. So, you know, the folks who go in and they flip properties or they build homes for a living or they develop land for a living. The number one limitation in succeeding or building that business is financing. And that is to say the inability to secure the financing at any given time to take advantage of what might be a really great opportunity. That that is, ask any builder, and they'll tell you if they had access to more financing, they'd be building more homes, they'd be involved in more development projects, but that the limitation is they don't have the access to financing. And if the, if the individual whom owns the home, wants to build the home, uh, doesn't have it, well then, you know, it's a great, hey, look, it's a great opportunity. There's a lot of margin in that. I could, I could go in, I could tear the roof off of that dump and I could fix it up and we could make 50, 60, a hundred thousand dollars. But if I can't finance this thing, then 
It's all it's all meaningless. So the financing is really the limitation. And that tells you immediately that somebody who's in that business is always looking for financing. Now, they might very well be willing to pay more for that financing because it's a relatively quick in and out. And so they can make enough margin. There's enough leverage in the deal. That's what I mean. You can there's enough money to be made on the money that even though you're paying a much higher debt service rate, 10, 15, 20%, because that's only a small portion of the overall financing. Maybe you need 200 grand and you can get 150, but you need $50,000 more to make the deal work. So maybe you've got a 5% rate on 150,000, but you're going to pay a 10% rate on $50,000, which means your overall rate, when you consider the blended rate, 150,000 of that total pie, pie's 200, uh, is coming in at 5%, and 50,000 is coming in at 10%. Well, what's your blended interest rate overall? Well, when you look at that, it's not so bad. And because the project has the ability to net $70,000 in profit at the end, it's more than worth it. So that would be a reason why it would be worth paying that much, what I like to call pay the juice, which is the debt service, the interest. It might make sense to do that. Uh, what's another reason? Well, maybe somebody needs down payment money. Maybe there is low cost financing. There's a home that they are able to buy, maybe from their parents. Maybe they're in a contract for deed and the contract for deed number was set three years ago when a, when that property was worth decidedly less than it is today because maybe you know at that time we were still kind of in the throes of the real estate crisis real estate values had not escalated to where they are are now and the person uh purchased the property from the from the landlord the owner of the property in a contract for deed and in so doing they agreed to make payments and they locked a price in a value of whatever it was at that time. And now today, that property is worth considerably more than it was uh, when they started the contract. Well, if they can't execute the option, which is to say end financing. Always remember when you own a property and you do any type of, of, of seller financing, okay, I'll, I'll finance something, but my exit strategy is you the buyer who invariably is going to get end financing and be able to pay me off and get me out from underneath this thing. So the option is your ability to execute that option and get that buyer paid off or that seller rather paid off and you get normal conventional financing. So if you look at at a situation like that and you say, wow, this person's got $50,000 worth of equity they they want to have 20% down because they, they don't want to have the mortgage insurance and they can come up with 10%, but they can't come up with the other the other amount. Or they can come up with five grand, but they can't come up with 10 grand. Or they can come up with 10 grand and they can't come up with 20,000. So whatever that number is, they need to have seasoned funds in their account. And if they can do it, then they can pull off the transaction and have instant equity. So would somebody on that percentage, on that smaller percentage, to, to, to net that equity and be able to take advantage of that, of that, uh, you know, that immediate equity, 
uh, to exercise the option on, let's say, a contract for deed or a lease with an option to purchase situation, would it be worthwhile for them to pay 10% on the money? It very well may be worthwhile. So that's another uh, reason why. How about this one? Let's say the person wants to get access to equity. Maybe they're trying to sell a house. And maybe they're coming into the bad time of the year, which we happen to find ourselves in as it relates to real estate. Now, of course, real estate agents will tell you that, you know, every all, all year long is always a good time to, to sell. Well, maybe not. Not if you want top dollar. And, of course, supply and demand means the more people who are vying for a property, the more valuable it is because multiple buyers will bid up the price because they want the property more than the next person. Well, that. Maybe, you know, after the kids go to school and the holidays begin, maybe that's not the best time. And you may have a boatload of equity in a property. Maybe you own it free and clear and don't even have a mortgage on it. But you don't have enough money to pay your bills, even though you've got a half a million dollars in equity locked up in a property. You have no cash flow. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe you retired. And you don't have the money to live on to survive between now and spring when you can sell that property for top dollar. So maybe you need to pull some equity out and use it to subsidize the cost of, of living. So when you do sell your home, you haven't ruined your credit because, you know, you haven't been able to make your other payments. Well, that would be a reason why. And maybe ordinary financing isn't available to you. You may have 800 credit score. However, here's the problem. You have not adequate income to qualify for the financing, or maybe you have no income at all, or maybe the income that you have, you have not got a lot enough history You haven't been working there long enough for a mortgage lender to use that income to qualify for a mortgage because these are all underwriting standards that you have to qualify for under. So that would be another reason why, hey, I might be willing to pay 10, 15, 20% on $50,000 to sell my million dollar house to tide me over between now and spring or summer. So I have enough money to pay my bills in the meantime, but the difference could, could be more than that amount of money, uh, when I'm able to sell it for top dollar when, when the market, you know, begins again and, and the snow melts and everybody gets excited about buying homes again. So these are what all be reasons justifiably in your mind or not, that people would be willing to pay more. And so the question is, again, why would somebody be willing to lend money in this environment? Why don't they just stick it in stocks or bonds or index funds or mutual funds? Why don't they just do that? Why would they invest in in real estate? Why would they be willing to lend people money? Well, we're going to take a break and we'll come back and I'll tell you why someone would be willing to be a lender in a situation like this. This is to say, uh, you know, a, 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 a lender, a hard money lender, an equity lender. Why would they want to become that? Why would you maybe want to become that? Well, I'll tell you why when we come right back. Great Waters Financial specializes in helping you retire comfortably. When it comes to seeking retirement guidance, you don't need a salesman. You need an ally. Great Waters Financial doesn't have a hidden agenda. Their professionals at Great Waters Financial focus on what matters, your financial peace. Start planning for your future now and make your money work for you. Great Waters Financial is the official financial planning service of Cover Your Assets. For more information, call 612-360-2127 or go to greatwatersfinancial.com. 
Home Rental Systems has been helping homeowners in the Twin Cities metro area realize their property investment's full potential. At Home Rental Systems, we will take away all the hassles from renting your home. We have a proven home rental system for renting and managing single-family homes, townhomes, and condominiums, and will attain the highest monthly rent possible. Go to homerentalsystems.com or call now 612-701-4375. Accounting and bookkeeping services are no longer just about record keeping. For decades, Arliss Cleveland has been passionate about helping individuals and businesses look at their taxes and financials in a big picture strategy that allows them to position for maximum profitability. Arliss Cleveland Limited is big enough to handle any size client, yet small enough to give you the direct personal attention you deserve. Their philosophy is that accounting and tax services are about more than just numbers on a page. It's all about building client relationships that are personal. Call 763-786-4626. For a free consultation. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate. 877-SMA-TODAY. Or go online to SMA2DAY.com. If you or anyone you know are in a financially challenged situation, listen. My name is Todd Rooker. For over 20 years, I've been helping people strategically plan for and deal with a financial crisis. My typical client may have previously had a substantial net worth and are now in fear of losing their personal home. My clients will often say, in the past, I was financially successful. However, at this point, I'm exhausting all of my financial resources trying to make my payments on time. I feel as though I'm simply delaying the inevitable by throwing good money after bad. So my questions are, Todd, do I just let the bank liquidate my business? Do I need to consider things like foreclosure, short sale, Dean and Lou, loan modification, credit counseling, or even bankruptcy? And then most importantly, how do I minimize the damage and rebuild my life when this disaster is over? This is my world, and I teach classes on those very topics. So if you or anyone you know is in this situation, or you want to ensure that you never are, I have the knowledge and the information you're looking for. Go to CYA21.com and get my free download, Financial Crisis Bible, or call us at 763-559-3800. If you are a current business owner or thinking about starting a business, what business structure is best for you? Sole proprietorship, corporation, or LLC? Most people pay a couple hundred dollars to the Secretary of State to start a business and off they go, as opposed to doing it right and contracting an attorney to help them. Why is this? Pretty simple. Funds are low and attorneys are expensive. Problem is, if you're struck improperly or do not manage the agenda and record the changes correctly, you could have destroyed nearly all legal protections your business would have otherwise been afforded. Don't just mindlessly start a business and put you and your family in legal jeopardy. If you have an existing business or would like to start your business right in the first place, an attorney from the law firm of Daniels and Keyboard will meet with you to determine the best business structure for your business, handle the filings, and will meet with you ongoing once a month for a year. After basic startup and filing fees, the cost to you is as little as $176 a month. Pretty awesome deal. Go to CYA21.com to get the details. That's CYA21.com. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. 
Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. All right. And we are running. So, why would somebody want to invest in someone else's real estate or borrow money to someone else? Why would you want to do that? Well, I don't know. Why would somebody want to pick stocks? Why would someone want to manage their own investments? I mean, you know, is it just, is it more interesting? Is it, do they need something to do? Are they jazzed by making money? Do they get excited about that? You know, the, the danger in investing is the, is the mentality of an individual who thinks investing is like going to the, to the horse races where you throw some money down and you win and it's exciting and it's an adrenaline rush. And I'm telling you that, that people like that invariably lose. Uh, that, that's a dangerous mentality to have. And I don't think that real estate really lends itself to that. I think that real estate is a stable and relatively easily understood investment. And while it's certainly, uh, you know, more, more involved in, you know, sticking your finger on a pie shape at work when they say, how do you want your 401k assets invested? And there's three options and you point to the one that everybody else points to or the one that the HR person says that's how most people do it, <laughs> which by the way, that's how, that's generally how it comes down for most people. Uh, yeah, I won't disagree that, you know, real estate, although it is relatively easy to understand is possibly more than that. <clears throat> but I'll tell you that, that understanding stocks and bonds and being a stock picker, you know, Hey, come to our class. Uh, we'll teach you how to, how to beat the market and how to pick stocks. Well, I'm going to tell you that most of those people aren't going to beat the market. Um, as somebody who was in that business for years and years, um, that's, that's not even true. And the professionals don't generally do well at that. I mean, that's hard even for somebody who that's all they do and their whole life they've, they've been trained to do it. So for somebody who's going to do it on a part-time basis, who doesn't know what they're doing, I don't know, but guess what? People do it anyway, don't they? So fair enough. And know that when you're doing stock picking, managing your own investments, it's, you can, you can tell me that you understand the fundamentals of the business or the industry that you're investing in. But I'm going to tell you that that's like saying, well, we all live in a house with our family. And so we all know what's going on in the house right next door to us because, hey, everybody knows what it's like to live in a family. Well, I don't agree with that. I don't think you ever know what's going on behind closed doors. And remember that when you're trying to analyze a company, that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to figure out with the, with the transparency that is put forth outwardly, you're trying to figure out what's really going on, what's going to happen in the future and what's at, based on what's happened in the past. And so that's, you know, um, 
that's a, a speculative thing. And the, the difference is that you don't, you are not privy to inside information. And if you were, then you'd be accused of insider trading. So you don't have access to that. And that's why you diversify and put your investments, put your investment dollars into many things so that yes, some things will do well, some things will do poorly. And overall, you get an average, lukewarm, watered down return on investment that takes out the highs and takes out the lows and gives you an average rate of return. That's what you're trying to do. So could real estate be more interesting than that? Yeah, it it could be. It could be. And what if somebody, as an example, owns a piece of property and they also own a business and they're seeking money to expand their business or maybe they've got a new product that they've uh, got a patent on and they are simply lacking the money to push that product out. And you're interested in, in helping them do that. And they've got equity in their home, substantial equity, but because of where they are in their personal financial life, the bank won't give them financing. So you say, okay, I'll collateralize your business and all of your business assets. And although your capacity, your capability of making payments in the bank size is diminished, I know what's going on internally with your company. I feel comfortable. I believe that if I lend you the money, I know what you're going to do with the money. And oh, by the way, if you don't pay me, then I'm going to own your business and I'm going to take away all your equipment and I'm going to sell it. And I'll easily get my money back. In fact, I'll get way more than my money back. Now, that is the mentality of an equity lender. That's who you become in a situation like that. And I've actually brought up a point that is really important. Although I don't want this to sound mean-spirited, I want you to understand that when you determine these, when you, when you vet these deals, when you become the so-called underwriter for your own money, know that the way that it works and the only way that you should enter a deal is to know that if the individual whom you are lending the money to fails, you will not lose your money. You will, in fact, make more money. So an example Somebody's got a half million dollar home like I was describing before the break. They have no mortgages on the home and they need $150,000. Hey, I'll lend them the money. I'll lend it to them at 10%. And they'll make payments each month. And maybe if I, and there's ways to structure these deals, which we can talk about. And, and, uh, you know, the way you might structure the deal, you might say, Hey, look, I'll give you an interest only payment. So, you know, you want $150,000, 10% on 150 is $15,000 per year. I divide that number by 12 and that's how much your payment's going to be each month. And that makes it, makes the individual more capable of making those payments as opposed to adding principal, which would increase that monthly payment and make it harder. But remember, you're getting pure return on investment consistently. So, hey, that's a good thing, right? But here's the deal. If the person stops making the payments, guess what? You are going to foreclose on that home. And when you foreclose on that home, know that if they can't come up through that foreclosure process while you're going through it, if they can't come up with $150,000 plus all the interest, if they're not paying, that gets added on, then you take over a $500,000 asset for $150,000. And that means that is your asset. And when you sell it, don't think for a moment that if you sell it for 500, you have to pay them the difference. No, 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 no. You own it. 
So if they fail, <laughs> you don't make less money. You make way more money. And an equity lender, somebody who is hard money, those are the deals they're looking for. Now, as much as if you're a person who wants to borrow money, you say that's horrible. Yeah? Well, if you're on the other side of the table, think about it. Isn't that exactly what you would want? If you perceive this in any way to be risky, what's going to take the risk out of it and justify why you would do this for this person who apparently wants this money? It's only going to be, and look, the person's telling you they're going to pay the money back and there'll be no problem. Okay, hey, I believe you. But guess what? If you don't, here's what happens. So that's what you have to know about equity lending or hard money. Now, why would a person do it? Back to that point. Because ordinarily, if someone wants consistent returns, meaning that, okay, I've got a million dollars and, you know, I want, I want a consistent income. When you reach retirement, when we all reach retirement, we all want consistent returns because no longer can we leave our money in the market because we've stopped working. And now we need those dollars to pay for the cost of living, right? So we, we can't afford the ups and downs in the market anymore because That might take away from the income that we need consistently month after month after month to live. So we're going to begin as you move towards retirement to shift your investment dollars into more stable fixed return type type assets. And typically those things would be things like uh, bonds, annuities, dividend paying stocks, and probably the first two are more likely than the second. So what does that mean in terms of return? Well, it means that your returns are going to be significantly less because now you can't deal with the ups and downs of the market and where before maybe you were looking to get a 6 to 10% return. Now instead you're looking at 3% returns. Well, obviously that means however big your, your portfolio is, the income that it will produce will be that much less as a result of that much lesser return on investment that is consistent and you love that, but it's not enough. Well, when you invest in real estate as an equity lender, as I've already told you, you could be getting twice that amount and maybe even more. And because it's secured with hard assets, collateral, you know that you're not going to lose your money and you're going to get your money as a situation that I just described in interest only. You're getting a payment every single month without touching the principal and it's double or maybe even more than what you would get typically in the marketplace. Now, could that represent, as good as it sounds, a little more risk? Yes. So you have to undergo these situations in a way that means you become the underwriter. You become the person who has to vet that situation and say, I'm comfortable with this or I'm not comfortable with this. And every situation is different. Do they have adequate equity? Do they have capacity to make the payments? Do they have the ability in one years, two years, five years to secure end financing so that they can pay you off and you can do another deal? All of these things, Is there? does the individual you're dealing with across the table who wants you to lend them the money, are they based on their profile, their financial transparency, their bank statements, their check stubs, their tax returns, their credit report, which you want all that. Can you analyze that and say, this person is someone I trust, not based on the crap that they tell me, but what I see in their history. 
the underwriting of this individual? And does does the information that I'm looking at scream that this person has enormous character and they care about doing the right thing and paying their bills on time? These are the assessments and decisions that you're making about whom you're going to lend money. And every single deal will have different aspects and elements that will cause you to look at it differently. Every single one. But can you succeed at this? Can you make money? Can you do better than you would elsewhere? Yes, you can. And so this is what equity lending is about. This is what hard money is about. And no one goes into a deal wanting to have to repossess somebody's house or somebody's car or somebody's business uh, assets. But At the end of the day, if it goes bad, you have to know exactly when to pull that trigger. You have to know exactly what you're going to do, how long it's going to take you to get the money back, and know for sure that there's going to be a fight on the other side of the table. Because once a person goes begins to go down in flames, that person becomes a different person. And now you have to know the laws, and you have to know what you can and can't legally do in terms of pursuing what you consider to be your collateral because the individual's not paying you now. So... We'll talk more about that on the other side of the break. So we are here today, the day before Veterans Day, talking about the potential for you to borrow money in this environment or lend money in this environment, and that being hard money equity lending. We'll be right back. He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds, and he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. If you are a current business owner or thinking about starting a business, what business structure is best for you? Sole proprietorship, corporation, or LLC? Most people pay a couple hundred dollars to the Secretary of State to start a business and off they go, as opposed to doing it right and contracting an attorney to help them. Why is this? Pretty simple. Funds are low and attorneys are expensive. Problem is, if you are structured improperly or do not manage the agenda and record the changes correctly, you could have destroyed nearly all legal protections your business would have otherwise been afforded. Don't just mindlessly start a business and put you and your family in legal jeopardy. If you have an existing business or would like to start your business right in the first place, an attorney from the law firm of Daniels and Keyboard will meet with you to determine the best business structure for your business, handle the filings, and will meet with you ongoing once a month for a year. After basic startup and filing fees, the cost to you is as little as $176 a month. Pretty awesome deal. Go to CYA21.com to get the details. That's CYA21. If you're in a financially challenged situation or want to ensure that you never are, I have the knowledge and the information you're looking for. My name is Todd Rooker. When you want information on today's most pressing economic and financial pressures, who do you talk to? Their attorneys, CPAs, financial advisors, mortgage brokers, and real estate agents. Everyone has a different opinion, and these professionals do not always work well together. It's not enough to find an expert in one area. You need a comprehensive approach that addresses all of your concerns and enables you to create an overall plan. I have over 20 years' experience in this highly specialized field, and it is my 
job to work with all of the professionals previously mentioned and know much of what they know, allowing me to provide you with a cohesive and unbiased strategy that addresses everything related to your situation. I will help you to strategically plan for a financial crisis, minimize the damage, recover quickly, and most importantly, help ensure that you're never here again. You have a lot more options than you think, but don't waste time. Go to CYA21.com and get my free download, Financial Crisis Bible, or call us at 763-559-3800. That number again, 763-559-3800. Oh, I'm hearing the smooth jazz again, and that means it's time to call in. 651-646-8255, 651-646-8255, and the hosts will answer your call live on the air. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate. 877-SMA-TODAY or go online to SMA2DAY.com. It was one of those nights when you turn out the lights and everything comes into view. She was taking her time, I was losing my mind. There was nothing that she wouldn't do. It wasn't the first, wasn't the have a tendency to get a, get let this get away from us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, do we have That's to do another much. segment? Yeah, really. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so what, what uh, you know, what, what considerations do you want to have? Well, obviously, your, one of your greatest concerns is I don't want to lose my money, obviously. And so, if you're inclined to do this type of thing, and, and look, to me, to me, what I, what I was trying to make the point uh, in the last segment here is that I am vastly more comfortable with the laws and the rules and the ability to get my money back and manage the risk within a piece of real estate where wherein I'm lending money to someone that is collateralized and secured by real estate. I'm vastly more comfortable with that than I would ever be picking stocks. And I know a little bit about the stock picking business. So, and by that, I mean a lot. So I love real estate because I can walk up to it, I can touch it, and people always need a roof over their heads, don't they? Whether they're renting it or owning it, they got to have somewhere to live. And that's why it is typically their last vestige. In other words, they'll stop paying on everything else before they stop paying on their house because it's the place that they live. And it's the most important payment they make every month, and they know it. So, yeah, I know in the real estate crisis, people stopped making their mortgage payments, but that was because it was a different environment. At the end of the day, truth be told, typically the last payment that people will stop making is a house. They'll kill themselves to make that house payment or that rent payment. So to me, that's security. Moreover, real estate as a, as a value and an asset is more easily ac- assessed in terms of, of its it's worth this much money today. You know, you tell me your baseball card is worth, you know, 
$10,000, I say, great, let's take it to the pawn shop and see what it's worth. Because I guarantee it's going to be worth a lot less money and there's going to be a lot less buyers interested in it in most cases. Real estate is a commodity that is always being bought and sold. And even when it's what we call a toxic asset, wherein the house is in foreclosure, we still can do a, that's why the mortgage companies did broker price opinions, BPOs. They did an assessment of the liquidation value of that home, even in the worst of environments. And even in that situation, we could come about a value very quickly. And we knew that even in an utterly worst case scenario, it was worth this much money. So that is valuable when it comes to lending money because if you know what that number is then you know where your comfort level lies in terms of your equity position when you're collateralizing that asset and lending money that's very important so if you're going to if you're going to be get into this world there's some things that you want to know and some people you want to be associated with because the things that you want to be conscious of is real estate law Creditor law, because hey, real estate, what's, what's, what are the laws of real estate? How can I take a property back? What is foreclosure law about? How quickly can I take a property back? How long can they delay this process wherein I'm not getting return on investment while they're not making payments and it's adding on to the money that they owe me? Because look, when I take this property back, not only do I want the money that I was willing to lend, I want all the money in the payments that they didn't make and I want to make sure that there's adequate equities to sustain that. All things considered, legal costs, selling it in a, in a, in a down market, selling it as a, as an asset that's in foreclosure where people don't expect to pay as much. I have to be conscious of all of those things. Contract law, making certain that the contract on the loan, the note, the promissory note is drafted properly. As an example, I make certain that within that agreement, I have the right to collect my outstanding legal fees in the pursuit of my money. If it's not in the contract, I'm not able to do that. So I could expend tens of thousands of dollars pursuing the foreclosure of an asset or pursuing the assets that I collateralized. And all that money goes into the wind because my contract wasn't written properly. So I have to have a good attorney who's going to help me write that contract properly, a good real estate attorney. Uh, I want to, I, I need to know creditor law. What things can I, can, can I, and can I not do? You can't walk in there and, and, and intimidate somebody. You can't do, there's certain things that you can do and certain things that you can't do. Obviously, I need to know about bankruptcy law. If the person files bankruptcy, does that mean they don't owe me anymore? Or does that mean they don't owe me, but I still get the house? I need to know all that stuff. I need to know, does that delay the process of me pursuing my asset that I'm now owed because they didn't make the payments? These are all the things that I must know. So, uh, you know, and, and the last one, which may be very important as well, is how much do you personally need to have to live? Because if during this period of time, I'm not getting income from my investment, how much money do I need to leave on the side to sustain myself should it go that direction? And frankly, most people who think they, they're doing just fine, thank you very much, cannot tell you how much they'll spend on a monthly and annual basis to support their life and lifestyle until after they've already spent the money. So let me tell you, that doesn't do you any good because in this situation, like all situations related to day-by-day -day money management, you got to be able to tell me how much you'll spend at the end of the month before the month ever begins and how much you'll spend at the end of the year before the year ever begins. And I'm here to tell you, very few people 
can tell you that. So when you're planning, you need to know. And of course, you're going to err on the conservative side, which is to say you're going to have more than you think you need. And then how much do you have left to lend to other people in this hard money equity lending environment? Right. So when you go to Todd Rooker, you say, hey, I got a half a million dollars that, that, that I have available that you could use if you come across deals like this. And I have people all the time who come to me and we write it all down. We meet with them and we go through everything with them. But then we determine how much they need and all these things considered. We may determine that they really only have 200,000 or 250,000 or 300,000, depending on the cost of their lifestyle and the other assets that they may or may not have. So you have to know all of that. The other thing you must know is the way that you're, you're borrowing the money. Is it short range or a short term? Is it mid range or a mid range term? Or is long range or a long range term. Short term can make you a whole lot more money. In other words, you could make 15, 20% return on $50,000 in the space of two, three, four months. Wow. That's awesome. Yes, it is. But it's not awesome if they pay you the money back and now you don't get to deploy the money again in another environment for three or four more years because now your 20% or your 15% is not divided by three or four months, but instead your return on investment is over the four years during the time that you did not have those dollars deployed and were returning investment. So that's a consideration. So I love the, 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 the big money and the fast turnaround However, I don't like the fact that now my money's sitting dead in a savings account, making no return on investment. So I have to be conscious that I have to continually be deploying the money to get that higher rate of return. And I have to vet these deals very quickly to make it happen. Mid-range may be two to five years. So short range is going to be 12 months or less. Mid-range is going to be, you know, two to five years. And long range is five to 10 years or more. That And look, if I can get a 7 to 10% return and I feel strong in my collateral position and I can get that for 5 to 10 years and I can get income on that consistently month after month, let me just guarantee you, for most people, their retirement nest egg becomes a very different thing in, retur- in terms of return on investment and what it will create for you as an income stream to live on. It changes everything. You go from 3% environment on your total assets in retirement to subsidize and pay for your lifestyle costs going forward and change that ROI to 7 or 10%, all of a sudden you have way more monthly cash flow than you ever did before. So, It's a good opportunity, but there's always considerations and you have to have a comfort level. And if you like real estate, this might be something for you to consider. Let's take our last break. We'll be right back. Accounting and bookkeeping services are no longer just about record keeping. For decades, Arliss Cleveland has been passionate about helping individuals and businesses look at their taxes and financials in a big picture strategy that allows them to position for maximum profitability. Arliss Cleveland Limited is big enough to handle any size client, yet small enough to give you the direct personal attention you deserve. Their philosophy is that accounting and tax services are about more than just numbers on a page. It's all about building client relationships that are personal. Call 763-786-4600. For a free consultation, you're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker.
Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. The proceeding was a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of 1500 ESPN. Welcome back, folks. Well, about ready to wrap it up here, but... uh, uh, you know, I, I will say that if you don't want to fix toilets and you don't want to deal with tenants, but you do have a comfort level with real estate and you want to earn more as a consistent return than the market typically will offer you and something that you feel, uh, you know, uh, that you have a, a, a clear understanding of, then real estate might be uh, might be your, your best avenue. Uh, I'll say that. My job is oftentimes to help people on both sides of this this equation. We have people who come to us who want to invest in real estate or want to be hard money lenders. We have people who come to us who are in real estate and are in a compromised financial position and we need to help them. So knowing both sides of that table, the person pursuing the individual who's not paying and the person who's not paying how to protect them. Those are two distinctly different positions, but you're always more valuable to either side when you understand both sides of the equation. And that is something that absolutely uh, we pride ourselves in doing. And that's why we can help people vet decisions because if it goes sideways, we know where it goes. We know how to protect a person and we know how to pursue a person who's not paying. And so, you know, it has to be somewhat of a happy medium. But the interesting thing is that for, for most of those situations, there are hard and fast rules and laws that are unavoidable. And so that at least gives you confidence in what your capacity is and what your what you know what you can do. So it is an opportunity for everybody. It is an opportunity if you're somebody who's building flipping properties, wants to take advantage of a good deal, maybe wants to buy a home today because the interest rates are low and yeah, you'll pay a higher interest rate on a certain percent, but you know what? If you come back a year or two later and the interest rates are no longer four and a half or five and a half, but are rather six and a half, well, guess what? How much is that going to cost you? Remember, uh, as an example, on a $300,000 loan, well, 1%, the difference between, you know, uh, point, uh, well, 
the difference between 1% on $300,000 is $3,000 more per year in interest. But it's actually on a 30-year mortgage. You take that times 0.70, all right? So that's 2100 bucks, and you divide that by 12, and that means that your payment's going to be 175 bucks a month. However, remember something. That's going to be for the life of the loan, 360 months. So that 1% is going to cost you 63 thousand dollars over the life of the loan (laughs) so now when you hear about having a 10 percent loan on fifty thousand dollars that only lasts for 24 months so that you won't have to pay this amount of money over the life of the loan the leverage is very much on your side to pay the higher interest rate now as opposed to build it into a loan a year or two now when you're going to pay decidedly more for the life of the loan on the total amount of money. So, you know, these are obvious considerations that very frankly, most average people don't even take into consideration. And moreover, they don't even know the financial formulas to figure it out. That's why you'll hear me say over and over again, no one gets to be successful financially in a sustainable way without becoming a financial person. So stop saying, I'm not a financial person. That stuff just goes right over my head. Stop talking that way. Become a financial person. It may not be about making good decisions. It may be more about not making bad decisions. Hope you enjoyed the show, everybody. Hard money equity lending can be a great thing for everybody involved. If you're interested, give me a call. Love to talk to you about how you can succeed and benefit from it. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. Rucker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. If you or anyone you know are in a financially challenged situation, listen. My name is Todd Rooker. For over 20 years, I've been helping people strategically plan for and deal with a financial crisis. My typical client may have previously had a substantial net worth and are now in fear of losing their personal home. My clients will often say, in the past, I was financially successful. However, at this point, I'm exhausting all of my financial resources trying to make my payments on time. I feel as though I'm simply delaying the inevitable by throwing good money after bad. So my questions are, Todd, do I just let the bank liquidate my business? Do I need to consider things like foreclosure, short sale, deed in lieu, loan modification, credit counseling, or even bankruptcy? And then most importantly, how do I minimize the damage and rebuild my life when this disaster is over? This is my world, and I teach classes on those very topics. So if you or anyone you know is in this situation or you want to ensure that you never are, I have the knowledge and the information you're looking for. Go to CYA21.com and get my free download, Financial Crisis Bible, or call us at 763-559-3800. Home Rental Systems has been helping homeowners in the Twin Cities metro area realize their property investment's full potential. At Home Rental Systems, we will take away all the hassles from renting your home. We have a proven home rental system for renting and managing single-family homes, townhomes, and condominiums, and will attain the highest monthly rent possible. Go to HomeRentalSystems.com or call now 612-701-4375. 
Do you have enough to retire? Do you even know how much you need to retire? Great Waters Financial specializes in helping people nearing retirement get ready for their next big challenge. Great Waters Financial can help you understand how much you'll need for a comfortable retirement, how long your money will last, and what you need to do now to make sure you can retire the way you want to. You've earned a great retirement. Let the team at Great Waters Financial help you make it happen. Four convenient offices in the Twin Cities. GreatWatersFinancial.com